pastor to come. Your pastor does not want to come to IHC. You need a new pastor. And you can quote me. If I was a layman, I wouldn't want a pastor who didn't care about IHC. It has nothing to do with me. Is this thing on, my dear? I can never, never get enough I know, volume. Yeah. Heck yeah. It took me a second. I was it, thinking about what Mr. Jim was talking about. What Mr. Jim said. There's a reason I played that, and I, I think we should just jump right into it. Sure. This is something that me and you has talked about today. Mm-hmm. Me and Kanan has talked about as well. And so I got a little bit of a deeper reason for playing that clip than on the surface people would think, well, I just poking fun at Jim, at JP, right. or whatever. But here's the thing. The other night, I heard this clip. Some of us were talking about it. Sure. And I played the clip, and I realized, because obviously I disagree with it. Yes, I do too. If, if your pastor doesn't want to come to IHC, uh, big deal. I don't think, I mean, telling someone that they need a new pastor because they don't want to come to IHC, I, I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> yes. It's not like he's saying, I would say, if you need a new pastor, you'd probably need a new pastor if uh, he doesn't want to read the Bible. I'd definitely be like, yes, you need a new pastor. <laughs> yeah. Th- this is a little like right out of this world. Does your pastor preach from the Reader's Digest every <laughs> Sunday instead of the Bible? Does you know, something, something strange? Yes. yes, get a new pastor. Yes. Not be- because a pastor doesn't want to go to IHC. Ridiculous. However, when this clip played the other night, when I sat there and I realized I don't really have much else to say than what I've already said. Yeah. I have nothing profound to add to the conversation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that anything that I would say about this clip and to this, at this point, it feels like talking about the CHM in general, anything that I would say. We've already said. We've already said. Yeah. We've said a lot too. <laughs> well, yeah. We've had several episodes um, just talking about it in general. Um, and there's different sections of it that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And we've covered a lot of them. And I think the CHM episodes are kind of coming to a close. I would not be surprised if we... I wouldn't, I wouldn't even necessarily say that. Because you know if something crazy happens or if somebody... Because we've got some interviews coming up that will be talking about the CHM. Right. But as far, as far as just us trying to talk about the CHM every week, I kind of feel like, like what else am I going to say? I, yeah. Beating a dead horse to freaking death again. <laughs> yes. I, I don't know what else to say. Well, okay. Let me rephrase what I was saying. I don't think so much, well, in what I was saying about the episodes being done is we've talked about everything and now kind of ready to move on to other topics there's a few other things i would like to talk about like you know be parenthood like to talk about things that are happening in in our lives we'd like to talk about um you have other people that are wanting to be on the show talking about different things um we're wanting to talk about random things that are happening in the world that's something cool that we need to talk about too so there's there's been a couple people that has told us in the past i think canon just got told this the other day and i've had people tell me as well that they enjoyed some of the podcasts earlier on when we just kind of, we, we carried on, cut up, stuff like that. Yeah. 
I know my dad's getting tired of us talking about it. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I don't think we'll ever completely quit talking about it because it's, it's, it is part of us. That is part of the past. It's a very big part of our past. Yeah. It's, um, it's always going to be a dead limb for us. We're always going to have that stub that is going to be a part of us. I, I guess what I'm, <clears throat> one of the things that I, like I said, what I'm struggling with is I'm, I'm kind of, I, anything I say at this point would just be a repetition. Yeah. I've voiced my disagreement with the CHM. We've covered some sermons. We've hit some stuff hard. We've talked yeah. about the, the abuse. And that will still continue. Some, but like I said, I've, we've got guests lined up. Yes. But um, as far as just me to come in here and sit down and be like, all right, just the two of us on a Tuesday evening, let's talk about the CHMs. Like, I, I don't know what else. To, because here's the thing. Me and Kaden was talking about this too. Not only have we talked about it on a podcast. By the way, our podcast is almost two years old. Wow. We've done over, I think we're at, I think we're over 100 episodes now. Yeah, we are. So not only have we talked about it a lot on the podcast, mm -hmm. we've also sat around and discussed this hard amongst ourselves yes. for like 10 years. Yes. And it's like, as, as far as what uh, me and you have to say to each other or what the four of us mm -hmm. would have to say to each other, we've kind of already said it too. We've, yes, we have. We just get, we know where we stand. Right. And I've listened to CHM sermons for a long time, checking to see if we're right or wrong about how we feel about things. Wanting that pushback. Yes. And I've listened to them pretty fairly hard for what, maybe a year. Right. And maybe even some before that. And of course grew up with them mm -hmm. and miss, there hasn't been anything that's come up. That's been like they, where they changed my mind. Right. So it's like, okay, what, what, what am I doing? Yeah. It's time to move on. I, I, when I said tree stump, a dead tree stump that has that branch cut off. You're always going to have that little bit of sticking out, but I'm ready for all my energy and all my other things to be going towards other, you know, topics, other things <laughs> that are going on right now. Well, here's what I think uh, can happen too. You get sucked into this thing. Sure. And it becomes, it can become a weight on your life in general. Mm -hmm. Just right. even... Even thinking about this kind of stuff for the podcast on a regular basis um, and just making that a focus, because it's been a focus for us for a good while. I would say over a year, a yeah. year and a half maybe. And I'm talking a lot of discussion between me and you, mm -hmm. a lot of discussion between me and Kanan. And after a while, it starts to eat at you a little bit. It does. At least that's what I feel. It does. It, you feel like you're going down that road of like digging up old memories again. And granted, we're going to talk about it and we're going to dig up those memories, but I don't want to continuously be sitting in there digging the same hole, same hole, same hole, same hole, and then trying to heal. You know what I mean? Like we, we have a son that we're raising now too. And so my focus, I want my heart to be healing. And I think sometimes if you focus too much on it, there is a possibility of bitterness to start growing. I think that's something you got to watch out for. Yeah. And yeah. for me, I, I'm, I've been hurt. Yes. But I'm now to the point that I've said what I need to say and I'm ready to 
further heal because just talking about this has been healing for me. I will say it has been. It has. And it's been healing for a lot of other people who've been listening to it to be able to talk about what they've been going through. And that's exactly what we wanted. And so now I feel like I'm ready for the next stage of healing because we're, we're at a, a different area now in our lives. We now have a little boy and I'm wanting him to get into all the church stuff that he can and focusing on the good <laughs> that our church can offer instead of focusing on the bad that we came from. Well, I want to be clear too for everybody's listening. Like, like I said, I'm not going to stop talking about it. No. I guess I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm tired. I feel like it's uh, after a while, you feel like you're beating your head against a wall. And I begin yep. to, I start to wonder like, okay, what am I accomplishing anything now? Right. Like I, I don't know of one podcast that I could do or one uh, sentence that I could say that would make this massive impact. We've already, we've already talked about a lot of these, yeah. a lot of the predators and stuff. And there's more horror stories out there. And I'm sure at some point we're going to, in fact, we, we do have um, an episode we're trying to get it scheduled together where we'll talk about some more of that stuff. Yeah. We got somebody with CHM2 that's going to come on and talk about some of it. Mm-hmm. But I, I guess sometimes I just feel like I'm spinning my wheels and you wonder if you're making a difference and if you're going about it in the right way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know so much as a feeling about the right way because. Most effective way. Let me put it that way. Effective way. Yeah, that, that makes more sense. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and that's why I'm very glad we had the people to help, like the different listeners that have been abused. And like we have um, Grace Story that we're able to refer to. And we have mm-hmm. Dr. Graham we're able to refer to, and which at, who is in charge of CHM2 with Regina and John. So that's great. I'm very happy with that. And I'm just ready to... Yeah, move on to other things. <laughs> so Kane started laughing when he's talking about it. I said, I just feel like at some point, there's only so much that you can say about CHM. Right. Yeah. And like with our last um, podcast too, or one of the ones where we talked about um, marital rape. I don't know if you've put that one out yet. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, that okay. I've, I've been busy, so I've not, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> listen to it again. But um, in that one, you're just like, we're so clear on this. This is so wrong. But, you know, it still needs to be addressed. And this is like one of those times we're ready to be like, okay, yeah, we've said what we need to, time to move on. Real quick, I want to let people know that you can call and leave us a voice message. That okay. we, can, we can then play your feedback on the show. If yes. you want to do that, that is 857-250-0196. Leave us a message and, and we can play it on the show for you and let us know what you think about this. Talking about that one from last week. Yeah. And I feel like that even with this clip that we just played a little bit ago. Yes. I don't know how to make them into entertaining conversations. <laughs> they're, they're not necessarily entertaining as they're trying to jog your memory a little bit and be like call out the skeletons from the closet and be like, hey, all right. Right. But I'm talking like from a um, production side uh, uh, viewpoint, trying to make a, a podcast interesting. Whenever stuff like this comes, like with that clip. Yeah. I don't know how to... That's dumb. That's that's a dumb thing to say. Okay. Yes. You know, it, what? Goodbye, folks. There's your podcast. Yeah. The same thing we're talking about with marital rape. Now, thankfully, you and and uh, Sarah did a fantastic job of picking up the slack because I'm like, I, I don't, how do I discuss this other mm-hmm. than one sentence? That's wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I feel like, because I don't want to repeat myself on a regular basis there, because we're not a radio show. See, a radio we're show yes. goes away at the end of the day, and then you get away with repeating yourself a little more. Yes. Yes. Uh, we have this back, this catalog now of podcasts where we've talked about the CHM. Mm-hmm. And um, so those will always be there, uh, I mean, as far as I know, for people to, to refer back to. And yes, I was going to say, we, we will definitely probably have conversations. We'll be like, well, in this one podcast we talked about, remember, and like, we'll yeah. refer back to things, um, but we're just definitely. I guess I, I just don't know how to. Moving. Without. <laughs> Forward. The, now, granted, this is when we have um, the uh, person from CHM2 come on. Yes. Obviously, that's, that's different. That's having somebody with a different perspective. And uh, you can see on my, actually my list over there, I got yep. people lined up. That's different because I can actually sit, listen to them. They can tell us funny stories, stuff we ain't never heard. Mm-hmm. But as far as as me trying to come up with what to say, right? I said it. I don't. I'm ready to hear Mariah's side of the story about how she got saved and mm-hmm. when she left CHM, and I, I got my that. side of yes. the story too. I was thinking about that um, today as well. There's a lot of things that we want to cover. I even have a whole podcast where I want to talk about bitterness, and then I found it funny that. Um, Natalie and Grace Story, Amber, they both they they covered that it, too. Mm-hmm. But I've had like a printout for this and I wanted to cover this because it wants to, I want to kind of address the whole thing of your podcast is just about bitterness. And I'm like, that, that ain't, that ain't true. No, no, it's not true at all. <laughs> so, it's not true but at yeah, all. but um, since we're talking about moving on and stuff, I was wondering if maybe some of our listeners have topics that they'd like us to talk about. I know different ones have said different things. Oh, sure. Someone said something about misogyny, I think was was another one that people wanted to cover. Another one was, um, are like their pants wrong? What about makeup? What about jewelry? There's a lot of different things, how we feel about it and what we think about. Um, definitely, Brian Holiness has covered this, um, and I'm not taking from them. They have wonderful resources and stuff. Oh, yeah. But like Very our well views done. on certain things, I know some people have had questions about it and been like, Missy, so why are you wearing pants now? Like you used to always wear skirts. Like what what changed? And I kind of have a little bit of a a feeling on that that I'd like to cover. Mm-hmm. So um sure. yeah, if you guys have any topics that you want us to cover. Sex, I guess just disregard about. everything I said. I because I, I was thinking <laughs> no. about it as we went forward. I, I don't know what I'm saying because I'm saying I don't want to talk about it, but I do. But I don't I get maybe, maybe um, I'm fr- am I frustrated, maybe? I don't know. No, I, I just I think that when it comes to what we're wanting to talk about, we're wanting to talk about something other than how do I how do I say this? I'm wanting to say this right. I, I want to talk about our lives and things instead like outside of the CHM because we have moved on. Oh yes. Our life is so very much disconnected for the most yes, part from the CHM. Yes. And but we are definitely gonna have views about things and it's gonna come up again. I'm sure it is. Absolutely. But but I don't want to be sitting there playing clips of <laughs> the CHM stuff whenever they keep repeating. It, it gets repetitious after the what, yes. dog vomit yes. over and over. And it just feels like I, I can't lose any more brain cells to this. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will talk about CHM. If someone wants to get on the phone and talk about it, that's completely fine. Heck yeah. I'm just getting to the point that me personally and Phil's talked about too, we're ready for healing to begin. <laughs> Why? Is it, that's hmm. that's how I feel about it because 
this kind of opened up a scab for me a little bit because we were constantly talking about the hard stuff. And granted, the hard stuff is going to be there. It's still going to be there. And I still don't agree with any of it. However, it does kind of open up those things that need to be addressed. And we did address them. And I'm ready to move on towards towards healing that my sore even more. So this, you're saying that talking about this, the way that we have for this length of time, yes. has messed with you a little bit. Yeah, it has. It has. I hear from people and I hear their burdens and oh I try so hard yeah. to, I'm going to get teary eyed here. I try, I want to help so bad. I'm a fixer. And there comes a point that I just have to keep on handing things over to God because I can't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And as a nurse, I'm a fixer. That's why it's so perfect for me. And when you guys message me and tell me how much hurt you guys are going through and that no one else will listen to you, guys, we're here for you guys. We are. And we take Absolutely. it personally. But it, it does come a point that it becomes hard on us. It does become hard on us. At least hard on me. I don't know if it's... I know Phil's talked about how things have bothered him. But you, we don't forget about those things. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, hear, you hear bad stories and it's, it is hard. But I, I look at it like this. I'm not very good at um, ministry, at, which I don't even usually care to use that word at the great commission spreading the gospel mm-hmm. i'm not very good at that in fact I, I feel ashamed a lot of times at the at my lack of doing that but i feel that this is something that even though those stories are heartbreaking to hear and i don't have any earth shattering advice for anybody I really don't. I'm not that. I'm not a not that bright of an individual. We're not, we're not, not about the mic drops. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Jordan Peterson. I'm not Phil Robertson. Right. You're not going to get I any. Know. You're not going to get off the phone with Phil and be like, I'm not my Priscilla life. or Shire. I'm not her. Like I can listen to her and yeah. just ball my eyes out. If you guys want to listen to someone who's got a motivational speaker, I recommend her 100. <laughs> percent But what I can do is I can sit and listen to you. Yes. And I can let you know that I that I love you. And that I'm I'm there to listen, and I feel your pain, and all of that. Again, I ain't gonna say nothing that's gonna be like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> never in fifty years will you be like, I am president of the United States because of what Phil Sparks said to me on the oh phone. Oh my goodness, you're right. <laughs> That'll yeah. never happen. No. But I, I can listen, and yeah. um, and I can, can try. And we can pray with you. We can cry with you. Because here's the thing, and I, I firmly believe this, and this is where I'm at in life. There is something better than what we all experienced in the CHM. Yeah. There's something better. Whenever, whenever you read the Bible, you start to see it there. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it might take a little while for you to see it in the Bible because you've got these CHM glasses on, and they kind of fog your vision a little bit. Yeah. But if you, once those start to fall off, and then you read the Bible for what it says, mm-hmm. you start to see a, a, a very different picture of this and how much that Jesus loves you. And when you think about that, he went to the cross and went through all of that for us. Mm-hmm. All of them. I mean, there's been people before that's broke down the actual physical, um, what it was physically to be crucified. Right. And it's horrific. Right. It's horrific. Even to, uh, one of the things that always weirds me out for some reason is the nail didn't go like through the hand. It went through the wrist in between those two bones. Yeah. And that freaks me out for some reason. Yeah. But... When you, when you think about all that and, and you think about how much God loved us for him to, 
send his son, and he hits different for me now that I have Anderson mm-hmm. because I love that dude mm-hmm. more than any little kid I've ever seen that was ever made or will be. Yep. And when I think that God had one son mm-hmm. and he sent him down here yeah. because he loved me that much yep. and Christ took on my sin mm-hmm. to the point where God turned his back on him because he couldn't stand to see it. Well, and like this goes a lot deeper too because I think of how like when I hear my son crying and I think about how God went into the Garden of Eden or Jesus went to the Garden of Eden and he was begging God, Gethsemane. please, or Garden. Gethsemane, yes. the Garden of Eden. <laughs> I'm a little tired. Um, but with um, Gethsemane and he was begging God, please. Don't make me do this. It's your will. Take this away. Yes. Yeah. Begging him. Like, and I think about my son and I'm like, if he wants anything, I'm going to be like, yeah, no, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You don't like straight up. Nope. That's fine. But God still was like, you, you got to do this. You well, got to do this. And that, that to me, that, that makes things even more mm-hmm. personal for me because we don't want our children to go through pain or hurt. And so God turned his back and even to where Jesus said, why, why have you forsaken me? Yeah. And to think about my son saying that to me. Oh, man. But God loved us enough that they, they went through this. Mm-hmm. And then when I start looking at all the, you know, start reading in the scripture where it talks about that if we, if we fall, mm-hmm. it's really easy to get back up and keep going. Yeah. And it's like there's these, there, there are these safety nets built in there mm-hmm. for us. And as beautiful as that is, too, God knows what we're going to do before we even do it. Uh-huh. And he still was like, hey, yeah, I want, I want them. I want her. I want him. I want, I want you know, yep. all these people that are, have done all these terrible things. I still want them, even though they may reject me. I still want them. Yes. Like, what kind of love is that? Because, like, we're afraid of rejection. We're always like, oh, my goodness, I, uh, I'm afraid. I'm, I don't want someone to, like, not want me. I don't, like, all this. No, God wants us. That's, that's a beautiful thing right there. He wants us even though that we can be like, deuces, I don't want you. What are you talking about? No, he chases after us. He loves us. He died for us. And even if while we laugh in his face, like, even when the people were down there, at the cross, like he, he looked right at him. He said, forgive them. Like that, that says something to me. That, that is one reason why, like with all the things that the CHM has done and with different abusers, what they have done at the end of the day, I am not their judge. And I am very glad that God is the one that looks on them with mercy. Because in my heart of hearts, there's sometimes I just want to be like, I, I feel like there's no hope for you guys. So yes, there is something better out there. There is something more beautiful out there. And Jesus is the what you're talking about. And it's it's also very simple. Yes. That was one of the things that finally hit me. Yeah. This is so simple. Because you, you look at what Paul said to the to the jailer. Mm-hmm. The jailer was like, I'm about to do this puppy in. We're about to take my own life. Right. And then through the through the course of the story there, he, he asked Paul, he said, What what do I have to do to be saved? Right. And Paul said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. That is so simple. Yeah. That is so simple. And you look at the people that, that Christ wretch out to, you know, the prostitutes and the, yes. uh, you know, those fishermen, I imagine yeah. were rough guys. I mean, Christ mm-hmm. was a carpenter himself. You know, I look at it, modern, what, like 
construction work? You know, is that Coal what we're mining. talking about? You know, just just a, <laughs> yeah. a working class guy. And he reached out to those people. And um, it's, it is honestly, it's simple. It is. And so here's the thing. You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you, you put your trust in, in him and that sacrifice, what he did. He is what you need to get on to the next life. Mm-hmm. You are. He is so far. necessary to be able to heal from what the CHM did to you and from what the world has done to you and from what the devil has done to you. This is, he is the necessary piece in order to heal. Yes. The, the sinner's prayer got a lot of flack from, oh, yeah. from the churches that oh, we were yeah. in. I just heard something today, too, about how I don't want you to close your eyes whenever we're saying this prayer. I want you Hold to on. look me right in the eyes and you say that you are I've accepted. And I'm kind of like... I think the sinner's prayer actually does <laughs> a nice job of summing it up. Mm-hmm. I read, Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. Mm-hmm. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Yeah. To me, that's, that's as simple as it is. Yes. When you hear people talk about, you know, they have to preach repentance, what, what I've, from what I understand, repentance is really just turning from something. Like, really, like oh. Yes. We need to head a different direction. Mm-hmm. And then you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And that's it. Don't let anybody come to you and give you this crap of, okay, well, now you have to go do this, and you have to go do this or, or before you get saved. Right. You know, that you have to, it's like, no, no, no. No, the actual getting saved part, it's that simple. Yes. We were just talking about that, how uh, comparing the salvation story versus the sanctification story of the CHM. Oh, I know. The one is so simple and so, so clear. Yes. We are setting our sins aside. And trying to live for Jesus the best that we can, we are never going to reach perfection on mm-hmm. this side. As exactly no right. matter what they tell you, we are never going to be perfect. No. We are going to strive for it. We yes. are going to do our best to get it. But we, in the end of the day, we're still going to be human and we're still going to make mistakes. And after you accept Christ, which I hope that everybody listening uh, either has or will, it's, and if you need help getting saved or have any questions about it, please message us. Yeah. We're, we're here for you. Give it a try. If you don't like it, you can always, you can always take it back. <laughs> <laughs> and then you don't, not everything just changes overnight. No, it's a process. For you know, sure. you don't have to, you're, you're going to struggle with things. I still struggle with things. Mm-hmm. There's still times I'm like, Lord, that was a sin, the way I felt about that person or the other yeah. day, I got in a little bit of road rage, and 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 that and the <laughs> feeling I felt, I was like, yes. "God, that's I'm sorry, God. Yeah. That was not. I did not love that person as myself in that moment. Right. And um, I sinned. Yeah. And it says, First John one nine, one of my favorite verses. If we confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us mm-hmm. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. And I ride that verse a lot. Yeah. Not out of not out of any kind of. Uh, well, I'm just wanting to go through life and do what I want. Yeah. No, I just, I mess up a lot. I mess yeah. up a lot. And I'm, God, I'm sorry. And you know what? Yeah, there might be some times that I might feel bad about it for a while, mm-hmm. but that's kind of me. You know, that's, a lot of times we're pretty rough on ourselves. Yeah. But you can get fixed up with God like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. That's all there is to it. It's just so simple. 
Mm-hmm. It's so simple. It was, it was made so complicated. Not only the second work that you're talking about, which was this thing that I still <laughs> don't understand. And I right. heard it preached for... And you'll hear it, 75 different versions of you'd it. You'd hear different versions. You'd hear, yes, all, all this stuff. But also just the Christian walk itself was so complicated. Right. Uh, you know, you'd hear different things depending on where you're at. And, and then you would, you know, down to, you know, what music you can listen to as far as... Uh, and and as, we're not even talking about extremes here. We're not talking about Norwegian mm-hmm. death metal. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, like country music or bluegrass music or anything that's not uh, Christian or religious. Even, even Christian music itself yeah, was it, looked down upon right. because it was not um, from that organization. Yeah, sure. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. If you come from the CHM and they spit you out, try tossing it all out and start over again. Forget everything that they told you. That they told you. And, and, and hold to Jesus and just read the Bible for yeah, itself. Go Let him Bible, guide you. See what it says. Right. Get you a version you can understand. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Oh, yes. Um, and read the Bible. See what it says. Mm-hmm. See what it says. And then go from there. Yeah. It's still not all a bed of roses because we're still human. Yes. We still, no, I don't go through life every day like, yes, I'm a Christian. You know, it's like, no, I don't feel like that all the time. <laughs> But I do know that I've put my faith in Christ, and I'm willing to I'm willing to die with that faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm satisfied enough that um, when I take my last breath, that's what I'm banking on mm-hmm. is that faith in Christ. Yeah, with the knowledge that you are forgiven. Yes. Look at the thief on the cross. He did not know theology. I'm guessing. Nope. We know the man. Um, he was a thief. Right? Yeah, was in a rough situation. Yep. He was a thief, and. He didn't have time to get baptized. Now, I believe that, no. that baptism is important and that you should do it. As a public uh Yeah, and I think it should be done right. quickly. It's my opinion. Yeah. Or if you want to wait to go get baptized in the Jordan River in Israel, you can do that too. I mean, that's fine. But I, I think the CHM, they didn't put much emphasis on baptism. But it was kind of one of those things, yeah, wait around to the next um, like big event that we have when we have a baptism. I kind of think it's a little more important than that. I, it says it says to you know to, to be baptized. Mm-hmm. It says that, uh, repent and be baptized. Yeah, repent right? and be baptized. Yep. Where was I going with this? The thief on the cross. He didn't have time to get baptized. He didn't have time to make restitution for the crimes he had just committed. But Jesus told him, "You're going to be with me." When it said, uh, I believe what he said to Jesus was, "Remember me, right?" Yeah, remember when you come into your kingdom. And in that, he put his faith in mm-hmm. that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he might have even known who it was. I like it when Pastor Howard preaches about it. He's like, can you imagine this guy gets to heaven? He's like, like, why are you here? He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> I just know that, <laughs> that dude. That was good. That was a good That sermon. was in the middle. Yes. Uh, I trusted in him. Yeah. Don't know how. I don't know what you even talk, what, We're called Christians. What are we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just. Um, I'm just looking for that man that told me I was going to be with him. I'm, I'm looking for him. Yeah. It's very simple. Don't overcomplicate it. And start reading your Bible. Yes. Again, fact check what they tell you. Fact check what I tell you. That, that story from Phil Robertson sticks out to me all the time. Mm-hmm. He told the preacher, he said, when the preacher leading him to Christ, preacher, I don't trust you, and I'm going to check you on everything you tell me. Yeah. And the preacher said, okay, no problem. And when someone tells you, um, don't be questioning things that we say from the pulpit, or they're like, I don't like it when we say, when I get questioned about things I say from the pulpit. You, you definitely want to be asking more questions then. Ask questions. <laughs> asking questions. Yep. Yes. 
a lot of people too, they'll want to pray till they have a feeling. I, I was there. Mm-hmm. It's, it was me. Yeah. But I look at it now as it's almost as simple as a math problem. Like two plus two equals four. Right. It doesn't matter if I feel good about it or not. So yeah. if you believe sure. on Christ, you are saved. Whether you feel a, you know, a, a fantastic feeling in your bosom or not, mm-hmm. it's just that's that's what it is. That's the way it is. It just right. is. So, anyways, um, like Miss said, if you want to talk, keep getting a hold of me. I've 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 had a lot of fun with the yes. podcast and meeting a lot of really Different cool people. people. Yeah. yeah.